Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Cult Classics. My name is Avery Marks and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Brooklyn Chalemi and my pronouns are she, her. And we have a special guest with us today. Hello guys, I'm back for another episode of Cult Classics. Um, This is Dakota, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm an editor for The Falconer. I'm I'm excited I'm excited to be here today. We're talking about the Goonies. Woohoo! Yes. To start off, are we gonna do a little synopsis summary, Avery? Oh yeah, the synopsis brought to us by Google. (laughs) Hey yo, Google. Yes. Okay. Old-fashioned yarn about a band of adventurous kids who take on the might of a property developing company, which plans to destroy their home to build a country club. When the children discover an old pirate map in the attic, they follow it to an underground cavern in search of lost treasure, but come up against plenty of dangerous obstacles along the way. Ooh, okay. I feel like, I don't know, well, not an old person, but like middle-aged person that isn't obsessed with this movie, I don't think. Yeah, like, I think everyone is. I don't know what's... I mean, I think it's, like, charming and nostalgic, and that's, like, their favorite thing, so yeah. I think that's why, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, do any of you like other movies? <laughs> Apparently not. I think it's cool, though, too, how it was filmed in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, before I started this podcast, I was telling... Um, or before we started this podcast today, I was telling Avery in Brooklyn about how yesterday I drove to Astoria to go see the Goonies house. And it was so awesome, and it was so funny because there were so many fans, like, while I was there that pulled over their car. There was about, like, three to four families that came at the same time I did. And every shop in Astoria is totally Goonies'd out. They have, like, Goonies t-shirts, Goonies cups, Goonies socks. They have all the above. I think it's just a fan favorite. Yeah, definitely. And the Astoria declared June 7th Goonies Day. So there is a Goonies Day where we all need to watch it. What? I no way. That was a thing. Maybe. Wait. I, I gotta add it. that. <laughs> I gotta add that to my calendar, like right now. I yes. love the Goonies. Okay, that is so cool. I have a fun fact to start this off. The map at the beginning of the movie, you know how it kind of has like blood on it. That is real blood. What? Do yes. kids have a bloody nose in the first take or something? I don't know. I looked up, I looked up like fun facts because I just, I think it's interesting. And they said it was filmed with real blood. The director, I don't, I don't know how they got that. I don't want to know. But I thought that was interesting. That's just started off. The treasure map, a little spooky. So when I was watching it, I was like, okay, I don't know where that came from, but... I mean, they had a ton of kids on set. Maybe someone just, like, got a bloody nose. Or, yeah. like... Did oh, you that, right? <laughs> Probably. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? I mean, yeah. let's just hope it was something like a paper cut and not, like, yeah. a blood ritual. Or <laughs> Yes, like, no, that is what I'm hoping. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're hoping, is a paper cut. <laughs> Another fun fact, so Data, um, when they're in the cave, he spells out the S word because his mom made him promise not to cuss even for the movie, so he spelt it out. 
Oh my the gosh. Song? Yes. Okay, that's actually really funny. I love that. I love that. Like <laughs> the Stranger Things cast, I was watching like an interview with like Finn Wolfhard and like all of them. And um their parents, they were like asked about like how does it feel to like swear on set and stuff because you're not allowed to swear at home usually. And they were like, our parents let us have free reign on set and so they're like it's our favorite thing and I'm like oh my gosh it's so crazy so I actually love that this is like the inverse of that where they're like no you cannot you must even if it. it's in the script no yeah. that is actually really funny I wonder how the directors reacted they're probably like oh that's pretty funny we'll put that in there they're kids yeah. love that it's like oh you don't want your son to cuss I can work around that the word <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the the script, it's supposed to be a fairly long script. I know that they improvised some of it, but it's about 120 pages. Wow. That's pretty long. The whole script, which I think that's a pretty long script, right? 120 pages. I don't I don't like know on average. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Is that like long? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a long movie. I mean, at least in comparison yeah. to movies today. I think before movies were like quite a bit longer in comparison to like today. With obvious exceptions, but, like, mm-hmm. you know. That would make sense. So, it, it looks here that, yeah, a lot of it was improvised. Sean Astin's one-eyed Willie speech was technically improvised. They did some, like, voice dubbing throughout the scenes, which I didn't know because I couldn't really tell. Mm-hmm. Like, for what? Like, certain characters or just, like, sometimes they had to fix stuff? I think it was for fi- I think it was for fixing um, some yeah. things that the kids said, <laughs> because I know in one of the scenes, uh, in one of the scenes, one of the kids calls one of the actors by their real name instead of their Uh-oh. character Uh-oh. name. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. I don't know. I have this whole I have this whole like fun fact. Twenty facts about the Goonies on its thirty fifth anniversary. Which this movie's been out for a while. This movie's oh wow. Well, that's, like, this whole podcast, so. <laughs> yeah. well, this movie's old. classics. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the movie? Who are your favorite characters? What was your... Is this your first time watching it? How many times have you guys seen the movie? Um, I don't know how many times I've seen it. Like, I'd say at least ten. I feel like I watch it at least once a year. Avery is, like, well-versed yeah. in the cult classics. I feel like a small child every I time I respect that. Mm-hmm. This. I've watched this movie twice. Um, once my dad made me, and then the second time for this podcast. <laughs> so I feel like a baby in comparison to Avery right now. <laughs> the cult oh, classic just... queen. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, though. <laughs> I have respect for you. Like, if you've seen it ten times, that is awesome. I feel like I'm in that range, too. The Goonies is a movie that we always put on, whether we're at the mm-hmm. beach, because we go to Cannon Beach a lot. And I feel like that's always a movie that's just kind of sitting around. They always have that movie on the shelves, you know, when you're yeah. in a hotel or you're, like, renting a beach home. It's always there. You can't go wrong. I feel like it's a cl- – exactly. It's a classic movie. I feel like Oregon's, like, really proud yeah. that the Goonies was filmed there. <laughs> They're all be taking credit for that. <laughs> Everyone's like, you can't. Seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in the opening scene when they're, like, in the jail because the bad guys have to escape – I was really confused because I forgot that scene existed. I was like, did I put in the right DVD? What is going on? <laughs> and then I saw the actors and I was like, oh, this is a scene in it. I forgot. It feels unrelated almost. Uh-huh. Like it's a little bit like, 
not connected for a minute there. <laughs> but for those of you that want to go see the actual scene of the jail, go visit the Oregon Film Museum in Astoria. That's where they have the actual jail located. So, Fun fact for the if day. You can get in. <laughs> If you even get in, I've gone three times and I have not been able to get in, sadly, because it's been full due to COVID and stuff. Or I arrived and they were like, oh, we don't feel like giving tours. And I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Never mind that, but- I guess. <laughs> I'm so late. But they have it there. <laughs> yeah, I was upset. I drove there just to go see that. And then they were like, uh. We'll be closed in like twenty minutes, but I'm kind of done here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was wow, like a... okay, never mind then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for those of you that want to go visit it, I think it, it's open at like eight a.m. They have a lot of cool things in Astoria. I mean, of course, that's where the movie was mostly filmed. Um, so I think if you're a huge Goonies fan, for all the teachers out there, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that was the movie of their time. <laughs> in the stu- in the stu- well in the students too. I feel like the movie was like a movie of their time yeah no, no, no. the goonies was like a movie of their time <laughs> yeah if you if you haven't seen the goonies anyone that's listening to this go watch it we're gonna we're gonna yeah. get into it we're gonna dive into it but yes spicy movie <laughs> okay <laughs> let's talk about the costumes for a split second the older brother like he's working out and he has like these baggy shorts but he he doesn't have them over leggings they ha- he has them over full-on sweatpants I, which is that a testament to his character, or is this just a poor choice? No. <laughs> Ooh. I was so confused because I was like, okay, shorts over um, leggings. I've seen that before, and then I'm like, wait, those aren't leggings. Those are sweatpants. Is that even like why? That's not even a time period issue. Like, it's not like it was like, oh yeah, that was popular <laughs> back then. No, that's just weird. <laughs> Nobody, I don't mm-hmm. remember anyone ever seeing that or doing that. Mm hmm. That's a little interesting. It's like a little fashion police moment. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, maybe that's something I would do if I was, like, tired. But he's working yeah, out. Maybe. It's not like this is yeah. a casual outfit. Like, he was really hot, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, doing all this exercise and he's in, like, five layers of clothes. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like, I'm gonna sweat off the pounds. I'm like, oh, I don't that's know. toasty. <laughs> An outfit that I really loved. My favorite character, but an outfit that I really loved. I love Data. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am obsessed (laughs) with fanny packs. Like, I have, like, 20 different ones on my shelf over there. But at the beginning of the movie, when there's that police chase going on, he has this cool little windbreaker and this little fanny pack. And it's got this cool... He's just so funny and so, like, quirky. I just love all of his, like, inventions, how out of the fanny pack, just, like, things pop out of nowhere. He is the fashion police, in my opinion. Like, he He really is. Data is so great. And I don't know if you guys like James Bond, but he references it. Because one of his friends is like, you're not 006. And Data's like, no, it's 007. And yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I feel like he says some really clever stuff. Uh-huh. I just, I love his lines in the movie. I haven't seen any James Bond movies, but I know that he's really into that. He's kind of like a spy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a spy kid. <laughs> yes. Data here. He, I love that scene where he's just kind of like breaking through the door <laughs> when he like zip lines yes. at the beginning. 
And then the mom, the mom, like, I want to do that. The mom comes in and she just looks at it and like, kind of like, it's like computing in her head. And then she's just like, next time use the back door. Like she just doesn't, <laughs> she's got so much going on. She's like, I, I can't even process that right now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I feel like that's what happens. Like with friends, like you've known forever and your mom's just like, just do that next time. <laughs> I, I'm done. Just, nope. Just keep going. <laughs> Uh-huh. I wish I like made that cool of an entrance when coming over yeah. to my friend's house on a zipline. Right? That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mom wouldn't approve of that, but their mom might. <laughs> It'd be really cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what other? What are you guys' favorite outfits? Brooklyn and Avery. What do you guys? Who are your favorite? Mm. I've gotta agree. Data. Like I, I just really liked his trench coat. I like trench coats in general because they give off such spy vibes yes yes i think the ladies had some cool outfits on um i don't know if they were cave appropriate when they were in the like <laughs> dungeony area i feel like they maybe weren't appropriate for that but <laughs> they did look really cool so i don't know fashion over like functionality i was gonna say brooklyn i have to agree i really i'm looking at carrie green from the goonies her outfits she played andy i think i don't remember um I'm- the girl at the beginning she does like cheer she's doing like cheer yeah. like do the pyramid at the <laughs> beginning <laughs> i <laughs> that's what i remember her from but she has such cool outfits yes. i just love the 80s vibes mm-hmm. she has she has a cool little like letterman's jacket on i think she's wearing like her boyfriend or something but she has i don't know she has some fun colors in her outfits and i like the leg warmers in the beginning how they're just all kind of fun colors yeah. they're wearing like windbreakers yeah. i vibe I with that I love it. Are That's... just prime outfit material. Like, yeah, I would agree. It's just, it's a good vibe. <laughs> Especially since there was like such a variety. I feel like. Oh my gosh. Okay, I wanted to talk about this. Is like totally off topic. Sorry. Did anyone have anything else to say about no, clothes? You're good, you're good. <laughs> this is unrelated to the clothes, but I did want to talk about how. Um, I can't tell if this was like scripted or unscripted, but the way the kids are all like talking over each other and stuff. I just, I really love that. And that kind of makes me want to watch the scenes, mm-hmm. like, over and over to get what everyone was saying. Because everyone was saying something that was, like, in character for them. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just really cool to just, I don't know, hear everything overlapping. Because I think that's, like, a pretty realistic view of what it's like to hang out with a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, none of you are having the same conversation. <laughs> Everyone's just yelling over top of each other. <laughs> like, yeah. So I just really liked that. Even though it was, like, kind of incomprehensible, it didn't really matter. <laughs> It's actually a really cool point. I wonder if that was improvised or the directors kind of did that on the spot. I feel like it's really fun to see what the director's take was on this. Although Steven Spielberg was the director, and I feel like I've seen some videos that talk about how good he is with kids and child actors, like getting them to be natural. Which, that was really hard. Because as a kid, like, I don't know. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. fully get, like, I'm playing me. I'm playing a character. Like, that's kind of, like, a hard concept, I feel like, especially for younger Mm -hmm. kids. I don't know. Maybe these kids got it. They were a little bit older. But, um, so, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a hard job as a director to be, like, act like you, but not you, you. Different you. Same age. (laughs) Don't be totally slim. Be regular, but also not Mm -hmm. regular. (laughs) Like, that's a lot to think about. Yes. That honestly is. And even for, well, when I did drama class at LaSalle, I mean, I had a hard time with that. It's hard at first when you're, like, learning. Speaking of his great directing skills with kids, 
so that one scene when they go into like the grotto and there's the ship all in it the kids weren't allowed to see that set until they started filming to make sure they got genuine reactions that's genius mm. i uh-huh. love that i just think wow it's so cool yes that's actually such a cool technique to use because mm-hmm. I feel like the genuine reaction is the best. Yeah, for everyone because to see. I feel like like awe is like one of the hardest reactions to have. That's like to fake but not seem fake. You know what I mean? Like it's one of the hardest things to act. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've seen yeah. it before and you have to do that like multiple times, like you're obviously not in shock and awe anymore. And so I don't know. I feel like that's yeah. like one of the harder emotions to replicate and so i think that's really cool especially i mean especially since they're kids and stuff like it's just like really cool to just be like yeah whoa and like actually think it's cool sometimes i don't know if this is you guys also but sometimes when i'm watching a movie i forget they're acting if it's like really yeah. good acting yes. mm-hmm. yeah, and i love i love that it's kind of i guess that sounds kind of confusing but sometimes when i'm watching a movie i'm like wow that's a really good actor and i'm like i, I forget they're acting yeah i get that and like you almost feel like it's like being in a dream where you're watching the stuff go on because yes. it's so yes. realistic. I would agree. I'm actually, I have uh, Steven Spielberg's Ooh. website pulled up. Right now? <laughs> right now. And <laughs> right now, his quote that he uses is, I dream for a living. How do you think that plays out in the Goonies? Oh my goodness, that is so cool. I feel like whenever you look, into fun facts you can always see that he's really passionate about film and like he brings that to the table really well okay one thing that i need to know that really weirded me out is when one of the guys at the country club goes to the shower he has a bar of soap on a necklace thing ma'am and (laughs) i okay but like wait what i want to know whether or not those existed because i was also watching a horror movie the other night and another dude had a bar of soap on a necklace I want to know if that was, like, any teachers who watched this growing up as kids, did you have bars of soaps on necklaces? Is that something that was common? Is that, like, a time frame (gasps) thing? Like, was that popular then? Why would you want that? I don't know. So you don't drop it? Hashtag don't (laughs) drop the soap? Why is it on a necklace? Why not a bracelet? A bracelet makes more sense. Then Uh you can hold it and, like wash yourself yeah they've chosen a necklace and i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) yeah wait why don't i remember that it's a chain with a bar of soap on it um no i think it's like twine or something but like it's twine with the bar of soap and then they take it off their neck and hang it on the shower i'm on etsy right now they make soap (laughs) (laughs) like right now (laughs) i have a question for you guys or something to just talk about can we talk about sloths yes, we makeup? Can. And we will right yes. now. Dakota, what are your oh, thoughts? So great. <laughs> my well, I have a fun fact about sloth. That is like <laughs> blew my mind. So you know how he's just um sloth is like a big guy. He's like tall. He's yeah. like a giant in the movie. So John Matuzak, who played Sloth, was the first overall draft pick in the nineteen seventy-three nfl draft he won two super bowls with the oakland raiders before turning to acting wait whoa so as a nod to his former team sloth can be seen wearing a raiders t-shirt early on in the movie isn't that crazy and the thing is is they do such a nice job with his makeup and it it looks so it looks so realistic it's like (laughs) 
is that it's whoa you know especially how the movie is because they didn't have as much access to like stuff that we would use today for that kind of stuff so that's really cool what do you guys think about his makeup or what do you guys think what are your opinions on the character it looks great i love (laughs) sloth's character so much so when they're on the ship and like the bad guys show up and they take all the gold away i forgot what the name of the character is but one of the guys like he has a lot of gems hidden in his mouth and like the old lady has to be like spit them all out he actually had <laughs> all of that in his mouth when they were filming and i feel really? so bad that was real that wasn't like faked yeah and i love that no like i was surprised because i thought like maybe in between takes they just like <laughs> put more in i guess but no that was all in there Whoa, how did he not choke on, like, the gemstone? I really like how when Chunk gets, like, kidnapped by the bad guys, and they, like, tell us everything, and then he goes into his entire life story. Oh, my gosh. Honestly. (laughs) I, okay, I love that part. I also love how close Chunk and Sloth get. They become best buddies. (laughs) Baby Ruth? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I loved, yeah, I just, I just loved seeing how close they got and how Sloth's character developed. Because at the beginning, you know, when I first watched the movie, I was, like, scared. I was, like, who is this? Like, he looks scared. You know, he, he sounds scary. He's, like, yeah. They did a really good job with his makeup. But, you know, he's, like, yelling in the dungeon. I'm, like, who is this? But then he's just such a lighthearted, fun character. Just wants to be loved. And yeah. Chunk and him become best buddies. What I thought was really cool was the thought and effort it took to build every scene. Oh, yeah. Or to put the scene together. Everything in every room made sense. Yes. Like, at the beginning, when they try to let... When they try to let Chunk into the house, they have that whole contraption set up. Where the bowling ball goes down the stairs, and then, like, a chicken lays an egg, and then it opens the door. It was just... It was creative. It was fun. Mm -hmm. The people behind the scenes, again, props to you, because they spent time doing that. I would have loved to be a part of that team. Like, that's, like, the Rube Goldberg machine that we made in, like, a physics class. Like, I'm pretty sure... My teacher, like, showed us that video yes. to, like, show us what a Rube Goldberg machine is, and I really think that's just quality content. <laughs> I read it online. Okay. That was, like, the actor okay. for the guy being let in. I read yeah. that he had chicken no, you're good. I did too. during that scene, and when he, like, lifts up his shirt and, like, does the, like, dancing or whatever, that you can see it. Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. <laughs> you are correct. He was afraid that they would recast his role because he had chicken pox. So he he told no one that he had chicken pox and showed up to work anyways. Wait, is chicken pox something you can give to someone else? That I know nothing did. about chicken pox. FYI. <laughs> he had a pretty no. iconic role. Yeah. Chicken pox is highly contagious to those who haven't had the disease or been vaccinated against it. How it spreads. Oh my gosh, there's like a million Yikes. ways it Airborne respiratory droplets, saliva, oh skin-to-skin contact, <gasps> touching a contaminated surface, or through like labor, pregnancy, or nursing. Anything he touched could have had it, y'all. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Crazy. Oh the no. That was dangerous. <laughs> Especially in a time of COVID, I feel like you should be pretty transparent oh. about your illnesses. But I also kind of understand want to get recast. I've definitely mm-hmm. been that kid before. Yeah. It's like come to finals week, and it's like I feel kind of sick, but I can't tell if I'm just nervous or sick. So you show up anyway. Um, 
I've been that kid, so I can't entirely blame him. <laughs> yeah. But um, still not encouraged. This has been like put an asterisk on that. The falconer does not encourage people to come to school or work when they're ill. <laughs> so please don't do that. Speaking of COVID, over quarantine, the actors did like a Zoom read through of the script, and like some of them got together to like read the script. Oh. And I need to see that. And I don't know why I haven't yet, but they also did Princess Bride. Yes. I don't know how many they did, but I need to find those <laughs> and watch them. Time for the final review rating out of 10. Okay. I have like no complaints about this movie almost. I think I had one single complaint. So I have to give it a 9.5 out of what 10. What is your it complaint? Is almost I don't perfect. Your Oh, I was like, I was like waiting for her to be like the film work is not it. It was actually the shorts over the yes. sweatpants. I, mean, I don't disagree with you. Is the thing like I think your rating is good. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that's the highest rating I've given, but I can't give it a perfect rating because that's just like. It bugged me so much oh whenever God. the older brother was on screen. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. I was like waiting, so I was like, "Yes, tell me about it." So she was gonna have like a Sorry, real complaint, Spielberg. but you know what? That counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Loved don't. It. I don't know. I don't have like any complaints. I feel like I don't have the nostalgia factor that everyone else does, but that doesn't mean I don't have any complaints. No. Wait, I just said like a triple negative. It was very confusing. <laughs> I don't have any complaints, just to clarify. So, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to give it a 10 out of 10, but I haven't given anyone a 10 out of 10. So, is this a movie that deserves it, you guys? No. If it's um, out of everything we've done, I say this probably Why deserves it the most. Because it's like my yeah. favorite movie. Do I, I like give that movie. a 10 out of 10? I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. If I had to rank this, it'd be like second just to Princess Bride, just because that's no. like my favorite movie of all time. But, so yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to mm-hmm. say 10 out of 10. And if I said anything else for Princess Bride, I met a 10 out of 10 for Princess Bride. I met like 20 out of 10 for Princess Bride. Okay. <laughs> I love this movie. I don't have any complaints about it. I, it's actually literally one of my top five favorite movies. I will have to give it a 10 out of 10. This is exciting. I I do have the nostalgia factor just because I watched it when I was like 9, 10, mm-hmm. 11, 12, and I've kind of seen it a lot. I love it. It's a great movie, and when you haven't seen it for a long time, I it just makes me happy to rewatch it. That's such high marks for this podcast, you guys. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm like, maybe we did it a yeah. little harsh on that movie, yeah. but this time, today, it's generous. Yeah. And I think it's deserving. Yeah, it is. It is deserving. Cannon Beach, the whole set. We're gonna just. That's true. It's superior it's when it comes to beach movies. Do we have movies. like bias because we live here? The I goons. Don't know. When I went to Colorado, I thought it was beautiful anyway. So maybe a little. You know, you know what though is the first time I think I watched The Goonies. It was one of those movies where my parents were like, "Oh, you gotta watch this," and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to watch it." Mm-hmm. After I watched it, I was hooked. That happens with a lot of movies where I'm like, oh, "I don't know if I want to watch it." Like it from the from back then when I was younger. And then it turns out to become one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I don't know. It was like a, it's like a movie of their time and they want to show it to their kids, which I get is super exciting because <laughs> when I have kids, I'm going to be like, watch La La Land, love that movie. 
<laughs> Thank you for watching. I love all of my fans. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Let's Talk About Cult Classics. Make sure to swing by next week to hear us talk about Lost Boys with a new special guest.